What's up, guys? This is the Burnt Toast Podcast with Griffin, otherwise known as Stu, and your boy Nick. It's a yeah. pleasure to be here, Griffin, also known as Stu. Griffin, also known as Stu. Griff I'll Stu. do my best to keep calling you Stu because Stu I like Stu. that. It's quick. Stu, yeah, Stu's quick. You can it's also easy. call me Griff or Griff. Finn. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Finn. Griff. Findor. These are all great names. Fender mm. Guitars. There you go. Sponsored by Fender Guitars. Let's go. Um, so this this uh, this episode is actually all about music. So who oh, better to sponsor us than Fender Guitars? I'm excited. So I've recently been trying to like, you know, broaden my horizons when I listen to music. Mm-hmm. Listen to like weird stuff. Um, listen to like. I know you you introduced me to oh god I'm, I'm blanking on their name right now weird rock band no no it's, it starts with an f flower punk i don't know flower hmm. pack flower it's asian it's a or fishmans yeah 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 yes, fishmans fish yes yeah so I, i've been listening to a little bit of that stuff it's good mm-hmm. and there's this other song that's on one of my playlists and it's the lyrics are in some, you know, Asian dialect, mm. and it's like really good, dude. And I'm like starting. To, I'm not like a K-pop fan, you know, but it's yeah. like it's like this folk kind of song. Who's it by? Oh God, I'm pretty sure they're Chinese symbols or something. Mm. So I've no idea. Nice. I I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, but like. If any of you guys only listen to like English songs, you know, songs where you can understand the lyrics, broaden your horizons a little bit. You might be surprised what you'll find. You know, it's it's you know, Fishman is a perfect example. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Fishman? Fishman's. Fishman's. Yeah. That's a perfect example of a band that's like super talented that doesn't perform in English but is still makes good music. Yeah, I think like so the best thing about music is like there that you reach a point where you don't even have to understand it like like k-pop is so big in america like they don't understand half the stuff that people are saying it's just the way it sounds gets people yeah. like really excited yeah that's and it's its that's own cool. language so yeah it's it's i mean it's incredible what music does to your emotions as well if mm-hmm. you let it you know if you yeah. let it but yeah it's like if you really sit and get into the groove of the music like mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever cried listening to a, a song. Mm-hmm. Actually, I definitely have. No, but it wasn't not. because of the song. It was more because of like the situation oh, I was okay. putting myself through. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's it's definitely a a combination of factors. You know, like one time I listened to a song. Can't remember who it's by, but it's it's like a thousand words or a hundred years. A hundred years, I think that's what it's called. And it mm-hmm. it's basically just about life and like about like growing up and mm. adulting and I I was just like in a very existential point in my life when I listened to that song uh, and it like it brought me to tears and it was you know very powerful. Yeah, when something resonates with you that hard, you start having an emotional impact from it. Yeah. That's I think that's like the beauty of stuff like breakup albums and 
you know any any sort of album that's like about love and stuff because like oh, it's, it's like these are like universal emotions yes. that people feel so it's like when people write about it you're like that's me that's like, me. i'm feeling that <laughs> i can relate to yeah. that but i think i think your perspective on a mu- music is especially well i will say that everyone has a unique perspective on music because everyone has their own taste but something i i have noticed about your appreciation of music is that you're a student of music so like you you see the details that a lot of people just hear you know and, and like oh, yeah. appreciate like you're a student so yeah. like you're like wow like that that little progression was cool and yeah. stuff like that and it's like that's like a language i would love to speak at some point in my life i'd like i, I wish i had the motivation right now but mm-hmm. it's like I just think that sort of stuff is so interesting. It's like yeah. its own science, but it's like so abstract. I mean, you, you don't really even have to be, you know, a student of music to appreciate music that oh, way. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, yes, of course, learning chord progressions, learning scales, all that shit mm-hmm. is going to help you out in understanding how someone wrote a song. Like, I just posted a picture on my main, ins- or a video of, on my main Instagram of me playing a Wolfpack song, mm-hmm. uh, Smile Meditation. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's really good. Um, I learned I learned that song last night. I, I mm-hmm. sat down and I was like, I want to learn this song. I know the chord structure and sat down, played it like, you know, 20 times. And I was like, oh, I got it now. And then today I was just like, I want to record a video of me playing this music. So yeah, I did. Why not? And, but I mean, like, it's, it's cool when you can come to it from that approach mm-hmm. um i mean like basically all my life i've been listening to music in that approach and mm-hmm. it's 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 certainly I, like i don't have the experience of being able to listen to music and not knowing well actually i do yeah i'm not gonna be like oh i'm the best musician in the world i can play anything well it's, like, it's just like knowing knowing the like the the fundamentals of music makes you see all music sort of through that those fundamental lenses so it's like you're 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 comparing i don't know what what do you look for in music that makes you like something um i mean it's a mix of like everything really but Mm -hmm. the main thing is definitely the melody you know what what are the instruments doing yeah the vocals i could care less about i mean like when i was introduced to rage against the music machine for Mm -hmm. example rage against the machine yeah their vocals are oh it's a great band dude Freaking that's a amazing. great band yeah. and they're coming back too. oh yeah yeah that's oh hype. oh okay i don't want to get off topic here <laughs> but my dad and i are trying to go see them in raleigh mm-hmm. north carolina in Ooh, like august so the sick. tickets are kind of expensive but it yeah. is so worth it like Definitely. i i totally want to go yeah that's a that's a once in a lifetime experience yeah. to hear them yeah. play all their big songs dude and it, that would be sick. Like I would have a blast. And mm-hmm. so I, I really hope that happens. But going back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. when I first started learning music, I started out with Rage Against the Machine, not because of their lyrics, but because of the actual, the bass lines mm-hmm. in those, the bass lines in them are incredible. Yeah. You know, like bomb track is like, or uh, dude, I don't even know what one of them, I don't know, but I think bomb track is, it's like do 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 it's like that yeah it's really fast and it's it's it stays in one block which is really nice but like I didn't listen to the to lyrics of that you know when when I when I started listening to them it was more about the music but then eventually I listened to the lyrics and I was like oh wow they actually make really good points and you know calling out the hypocrisies of everything and yeah but um. So, like, I, I've never really, like, you, for example, don't play 
any yeah. instruments. And so your perspective on music is incredibly different from mine because mm-hmm. from you know from the from my age of like I don't know like five or six I don't know when I started playing piano but I started learning instruments when I was pretty young mm-hmm. and that kind of took off and I can't really remember a time where I analyzed a piece of music without exactly yeah the yeah. student brain yeah I feel like I feel like you're you're constantly analyzing the, the sounds you're listening to and it's like I am to an extent but like my favorite type of music to listen to I like. Well, first of all, I like listening to stuff that's like in an album format. So like oh, start to yes. finish, like like Ween. Yeah, like Ween. Yes, that like, was a great album. Like that uh, we listened to that one. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Uh, like Tyler the Creator's new album. Like that's a concept album. The, um, Igor. Igor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I most like I I didn't have like a strong taste in music. Like I grew up listening to what my parents listened to, which was like old rock like classic rock prog rock stuff yes, like that yes. so like that's like good music to grow yeah, up on because it's like sure like classics and then like by the time i wanted to develop a music taste for myself i like i was sort of like an internet head so like i i, I went to all of like the essential like 4chan and reddit albums so like what do you mean there's like a couple albums that are sort of like cult status on the internet like, have you ever heard of uh, In the Airplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel? Neutral Milk Hotel sounds familiar, but I have not heard of that album. Yeah, that album's like, it's sort of a meme at this point, but it's like a cult classic on the internet because it's like one of those conceptual albums that like everyone likes. So like, when I first listened to that album, I didn't like it, but like I'm someone who's more open to new experiences. So I like wanted to like it. Like I wanted to keep listening to it to see what people were seeing in it. And like eventually one, one day I was just like, I was really sick and I just like had the album on repeat as I was like falling in and out oh, of sleep. Nice. And like I woke up and I was like, this shit is amazing. Oh dude, I got an album for you. Oh, okay. Boy. It's, it's, it's What's a it? little out of my comfort zone with music, mm-hmm. but have you ever heard of Tool? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. came back. What? They came back. Did they, they made a new album. Oh, yeah, what, what's it called? I think it. I think it may be called Tool. I oh. think, it may, I think oh. it may be. They're they're headlining Bonnaroo. Really? Yeah. Oh, Fun fact. nice. Uh, it sucked. <laughs> Apparently, their album sucked, oh, but it's well. okay. Their old stuff's good. Yeah, yeah. Um. The I listened to an album. It's called like Lazarathus or something like that. It starts mm. with an L and it's got a Z and an R in it. What genre are they? It's like, it's not heavy metal. It's like a mix between heavy metal and like psychedelic it's like psychedelic heavy metal it's it's really interesting to listen to um i was listening to it the other day when i was working and i was just Mm -hmm. like you know i've never really sat down and really listened to a heavy metal album and like i was listening to the words yeah and you know most people kind of drown out the words and just listen to them screaming or whatever they're Mm -hmm. doing but like the words were actually like super deep you know it was like Mm -hmm. talking about self-development and like and like the path that we take in in life except in a really like dark manner you know i find it very hard to focus on the actual words of a song but when i do i'm always glad i do because like there's so much there's so much to the words they're saying because that's kind of the point like like the music is what the song is and like what you're what you're hearing but like that music is just like composed through theory and patterns and like ideas yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like it's very abstract and like the words are what sort of 
make it that. Yeah, what, make what, it give it, what ground it. Yeah. What make it human. I mean, I there, there's like a, a perfect example of that is like a Summer Salt or Peach Pit. Mm-hmm. Those two bands have like yeah. the same song format. They might change the chords a little bit, but like it's generally the same sound in every single song. And the words are really what's different in that and how the singer is singing those words. Yeah. And I think it's really cool because, you know, all the songs sound similar Mm -hmm. and I like the sound of the band, but Mm -hmm. each song says a different thing. And I mean, you know, I'm a songwriter Mm -hmm. and I would say I definitely have a style. Mm -hmm. Um, I I try and branch out a little bit, you know, but, um, (laughs) I'm writing the songs for the words. I'm mm-hmm. not writing the songs for the song. Yeah. You know, that's where my other bandmates are going to come in. You know, I can mm. I can play the chords while I sing. Yeah. But, you know, when I have the bass, the drummer and then maybe a keyboard player, that's those are the guys who are going to be doing the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who's writing the lyrics that makes the song what it is. And have you ever heard about like if you say something over and over again, you start to live like that. Yeah. You know, fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you know, you keep on saying like, I, I am great or I am smart and you start to behave towards that statement. Mm-hmm. I think songs are, can, can be like an accomplice to that theory. Mm-hmm. And, or I guess the, in what way? just like Bob Marley is a perfect example. You know, mm-hmm. he's singing songs like, we all need to love each other, you know. Um, we're 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 all one. Uh, bringing awareness to like the history of like um, like African culture, yeah. or I guess uh, Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when you have millions of people singing those words over and over and over again, that idea is going to get out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's actually a huge conspiracy theory behind like Bob Marley getting killed by the CIA because he was like sparking mm. some like protest or making people like love each other again or something like that. Yeah. But like his song one love, you know, talks about, you know, we're all one pretty much and that yeah. we need to love each other. And you can, the coolest thing about music is you can communicate those ideas mm-hmm. to your audience and if they really like the song, which is, you know, the other bandmates job to make the song sound good, yeah, then they'll sing the lyrics over and over again and mm-hmm. it'll get into their head. And, you know, like that's one of the reasons why I'm not like a huge fan of like modern rap, you know, like yeah. pop rap is because a lot of it's about like, you know, uh, degrading women, sex like and drugs, drugs and power and, and having guns and like, it's sort of like, people. like, I, it's it, it identifies a lot with sort of to paint a religious picture like Satan, and yeah. sort of like yeah, I could see the that. dark the dark elements of human, and I think like to an extent that just comes from like the the this has always been a thing though. It's just they're now talking about it in in pop music, and that is like the rock star mentality yes like they're like the people the pop rappers and stuff that like and what they're rapping about right now is what the rock stars have been doing yeah for the past like 30 40 years it's just now they they are literally reciting poems about how they're doing it over like you know 808s and hi-hats yeah and i mean like i when when you put it like that like it's a definitely changes my perception a little mm -hmm. bit about it but I, i mean like 
It's it's you, just like you a have, more you have to be conscious channel. of it, yeah. and it's it's not like the music's complex, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like you're just going to overlook the lyrics. The mm-hmm. whole point of rap is the lyrics. I mean, when you go to a party in college, mm-hmm. all the college kids are singing the lyrics to the song. You yeah. know, they're yeah. not singing the rhythm. They're not going duh 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 duh. You know, they're going like you know well to to debate whatever. that there i mean I, in my opinion like it's easy to hone in on the negatives of pop of rap but like at the same time you said they're not singing the like the the melody but like one of the most recent or one of a a popular rap song recently was mo bamba yeah and that was all about the melody you know I oh got yeah but i mean listen to the lyrics Colin. i got hoes Colin. yeah it's true. The lyrics don't have much to tell you, but yeah. But at, it's, it's, but at what point is that like a yeah. concrete bad well, thing? Because people have made weird music forever. Yes. So Com- it's like you have to think. Like, have you ever listened to Young Thug? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. He's the one that made. Uh, oh, what was that one song that everyone used to make fun of? Is it the one where he's like Jewish? Yeah, lifestyle. But like he's he's <laughs> intent. Like if you listen to all of his songs, he like does that like he's intentionally like croon rapping yeah you know and like yeah. using the melodies of his voice to like convey different emotions and it's like on a surface level you're like what the fuck is this guy, <laughs> what is saying? This guy like, talking he about? sounds like a billy goat <laughs> but like when you when if you are to like appreciate it or try to appreciate it you'll start noticing that like he's not just doing it mindlessly he's doing it with intention and that's not to say that for every rapper yeah. like the migos definitely are just farming they're the Migos rap style. Like they're yeah. definitely just making the same song with the da 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 da, fucking a bitch and a but da. You know, like the, the, <laughs> the triplet, and then like playing it at a party, and then the white girls get really drunk and start singing <laughs> their lyrics. But like when like that 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 triplet flow and stuff like that was that was kind of new. It's cool too. I mean, yeah. like to hear the beats. Like I yeah. do like I do like the rhythm that's associated with rap. It's just you know, I mean, and it goes with any 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 music you know generally negative songs won't make you feel good Mm -hmm. and that's just you know what experience are you trying to live in life are you trying to live a positive or negative or a neutral experience and Mm -hmm. that's that's something i was thinking about when i was listening to tool Mm -hmm. was you know why why have i avoided heavy metal so much it's probably the stigma more than anything i'd say i think metal's dope like if you if you listen to metal you're like fuck this is intense yeah like, you know it's like yeah it's crazy. like great workout music yeah, it's cra- yeah like it's i crazy. put on tool the other day when i went to the gym mm-hmm. and i was like i had a really successful workout i like yeah, kept on go. pushing myself i was like yeah like do those freaking push-ups griffin yeah. like do those you know mm-hmm. and and it's it's i just was like why did i shun this this genre so much and like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like the stance i'm starting to take with rap right now mm-hmm. and it's not really like i'm not gonna throw it on if i'm just trying to vibe out like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna put it on but i'm also not gonna sit down and like listen to it to analyze it like if yeah. if i'm listening to rap it's probably gonna be at a party or you know mm-hmm driving a car around with my friends it's not yeah. going to be by myself to you know vibe out yeah and that's that just comes from your perspective on music and yeah. stuff like yeah. i'm i my my taste in music sort of formed around rap because like it was when i started listening to rap was when like i actually felt like i was choosing a new genre to listen to like i had always listened to like indie rock like the strokes yeah. I, that was one of my favorite oh, bands yes. growing up of gorillas course. like 
shit like that, like that kind of music, like white people music. <laughs> but like I started listening to Kendrick Lamar. That was probably the first rapper I listened to. Kendrick With uh, Swimming Pools, that album. Yeah. Yeah. Good Kid, Mad City. That's when like everybody should listen to them. Yeah. Because when I started cause listening fu- to Because yeah, exactly. That's like, that's the type of rap where you can listen to the whole album and realize like he's doing something here. I would also, you know? I would also argue that rap is kind of like a social music because everybody, at least in our generation, the majority of people know those popular songs. And so you can bond with people over Mm -hmm. that music. Like if you're all at a party and everyone's seeing the lyrics, you're just like vibing out with everyone, like having a great time. But if you're the one dude in the corner that only listens to, you know, Jacob Agala Mm -hmm. and you're just like, the fuck is this? Like, why is everybody like, this is a cult, you know? And And I mean like all pop is going to have like any pop, form of anything is going to have the same elements where it's like they're trying to make the music for the sake of money and popularity yes. and it's like the issue with rap i would say in my opinion like there's nothing wrong with the songs they're making it's just the oversaturation like so oh, one person oh, will totally. make like the migos will do their triplet flow and make bad and bougie and it'll be super popular and then everyone bites that for the next two years yes and like people still people the audience is still like bite they're like yeah you got yeah. Me hooked and it's like like i don't know have you heard the song the box by roddy rich it's currently number one in the world it's the one that goes oh yeah i've heard that yeah like yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. when i hear that song like i'm trying to think like if a song is to hit number one it's doing something different and it's doing something right yeah so what lil nas x was able to do was he was able to mix country rap and like pop like he was able to do that and it has it's the biggest song it's the longest number one song ever. Oh, interesting. I think I think since the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What a statement on society, uh-huh. dude. <laughs> but like that means they're doing something right, you know? Yeah. Like he was doing something right with that song. And then now everyone's copying him. Yes. Trying to do like the country shit. And Post Malone was already kind of doing that. Well, like go go back to like Lil Yachty. Yeah. Lil Yachty. Go back to Lil Yachty. Exactly. Like, or, he like did something, Dram. Yeah. They did something creative with like the bubblegum rap where it's like like the melodies i can't even like hello mama would you like yeah. to be my sunshine you want this <laughs> like people yeah. weren't rapping like that like that's like so different yeah that like, was like that was like my my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. was like that music and everybody knew it everybody loved it yeah it's because they're doing it, something right and doing yeah everybody right. and was everyone, vibing out every other rapper stole that style yeah so it's like like pop raps, pop's always going to be pop. It's just in the form of rap. So in my opinion, you can't really, you can't hate on rap. And this just comes from my opinion because I listen to rap yeah. when I'm vibing. Yeah. Like there are rappers that I listen to that I feel like are doing unique things. Yes. Like my favorite rapper is JPEG Mafia. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you that before. But like he's 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 taking the new style, but like. Twist, giving it the experimental hip hop twist. Okay. My favorite type of type of rap is experimental hip hop. Yeah, that's that's the I cool like, stuff too. You can yeah. find you know gems in it. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that would be like MF Doom. That would oh, be like yeah. Tyler the Creator's new album. That yeah. would be like JPEG Mafia. That's that's the type of rap that like I really like. Yeah. I mean like I, I I don't listen to pop rap. I choose not to listen to it just because I don't vibe with it, but yeah. I vibe with that experimental type rap. And I'm, I'm yeah. not like, I agree with you, like don't diss rap, but mm-hmm. also I would say like, if it's just not your thing, you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In my opinion, like 
the trap style of rap is very redundant, but there are some gems in the rough. Of course. I mean, that's with any, yeah, any that, that's, that's with, with any genre, really. I mean, there's most country is pretty redundant, mm-hmm. but there are some really good songs in country. That's yeah, another exactly. genre that I shun. Oh, I just yeah, don't like yeah. country music. Yeah. You know? And that's like the pop country. Like, and it's weird coming from North Carolina, mm-hmm. like, especially, you know, like, a very liberal town where no one listens to country music and then going yeah. to going to school in Tennessee where like everybody it's has at yeehaw. least at least one country song yeah, probably like on average vibe. like 50 country songs you know I can't vibe but at the same time it's based on who raised them so like if yeah, I were raised yeah. by southern parents I'd be listening to that but I listen I was raised by like hippie boomers, so I listened to <laughs> Pink Floyd growing up. Yes, like yes. like I'm 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 so glad I did. Yeah, that's that's kind of like my dad has that type of taste. You know, Pink Floyd, Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, mm-hmm. um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then like a ton of like Americana and folk. Yeah, like I I think I listened to more of that genre than anything. Yeah, so that's like good stuff. Folk so is like so good. Uh, I'm trying to think of people. That I listen to a lot. Folk is sort of rap before rap. Oh man, Nickel Creek. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with them? I've never heard of Nickel Creek. Uh, no. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of my childhood. I'm just. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna think about this. This is gonna take too <laughs> it's long. Too repressed. But like some some other examples of guys I grew up listening to, like REM, Ari- mm-hmm. um, Black Sabbath. Yep. Um, Tom Petty, yes. um, Elvis Costello, uh, the you know of course the classic, the Police, um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Sticks, yeah, just all the classic like all rock all of these bands, like dude. awesome bands, you know, yeah, of course Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, and that stuff was low key pop back then, yeah, like yeah, and everybody listened ra- to it. Like when I think of like pop rock, I think of that like. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> like I think that song that's is just so like, terrible. That's just I'm like, just like, come on. <laughs> that's yeah. That's like pop cheesy rock. You know. Yeah, that's so cheesy. My my mom or my my sister and my dad made like a cheesy song checklist, mm-hmm. and so now when they listen to like pop songs, they'll be like, oh, that's two cheese points. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Like they said, like if any song has like a tambourine in it, automatically Ooh. like three. You know, three where it's like uses you know like a a beat, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, it's uh music. Music is really it's so complex. Like there's so many levels mm-hmm. of it. Like when you really dive into it, you realize how much you don't understand about it. Yeah, exactly. And how much there is to like like you can like it's called music theory for a reason because there's no yes. science. Yeah, and it's like. It's like you sit here and you talk about theory and you like practice theory, but when you're performing, you're like you're not thinking about the theory. It's just you've you've learned it where it's like in your brain and it's yeah. also in your muscle, muscle memory. Muscle memory, yeah. yeah. And it like it just expresses itself through that. I think that's super fascinating because I play like I don't play music, but I play fighting games and fighting games have like yeah. a similar yeah, very perspective similar. of theory where it's like you go into a training mode and you're thinking about the match and you're like, you're, you're, you're thinking about like fighting game theory. And then once you actually start the match, your per, your goal is to not think. 
Yeah. Like that's so crazy to me that your yeah. goal is to not think and just let your muscle memory and your theory sort of oh, yes. bring you into a flow state. Yeah. So like when I, when I pick up the guitar and I'm just like vibing out, you know, playing some solos, mm-hmm. I've noticed when I get really into the music and I stop thinking about what I'm doing and I just mm-hmm. like, I'm like, all right, this is what I want the sound to sound like. I'm going to try it out. And if it yeah. doesn't work, no big deal. I'll fix it. That's the coolest thing about like the type of music that I like to play is if I make a mistake, I can fix it. Yeah, and, and you it play still off it. sounds good. And you, you know, play and you off play it. off it, and you make it a part of what you're playing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like for me, like I, I've developed like patterns and stuff that I can go off if yeah. I find the right chord on it. <laughs> yeah, and knowing that has allowed me to find more patterns within that mm. like chord block. Yeah, and incorporate that into my solos Mm -hmm. or my music that I write. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's a lot of fun to, you know, pick up a guitar and be able to put on a lo-fi playlist and Mm -hmm. play any song that comes on, you know? Yeah. I think it's so cool how all, all these like activities tie back to like sort of the same part of the brain. Oh yeah. Like when you're freestyling, when you're, when you're soloing, when you're playing a fighting game, and it's like the purpose is always to shut your brain off and to tap into something greater. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Like yeah. there's something in your brain that atta- that is nothing. And yes. whenever you tap into it, you become like Superman. Yeah. And it's like you can only you can reach that flow state through through like moving your hands and thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. It's yeah, so yeah. Cool. it's so cool. Yeah, that's and that's like, like what I do with guitars. Like like mm-hmm. I said, when I get in the zone, yeah. you know, the zone is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I stop thinking about what I'm going to do next and I just be there right now mm-hmm. and play what I play mm-hmm. and just let my fingers go where they want to go, dude. I think I, think I, I, I learned right new stuff. I think yeah. that's the infinite. Like, like your brain is like a certain size and there's a lot that goes on in it. But like once you reach that flow state, that's when you reach the part where your brain's not doing anything anymore. Yeah. And you're just like in the infinite with like infinite resources. Like you have, like if, if we were like mages and we had mana, (laughs) like every time we like write a paper, like, you know, do an exercise, we're cat, we're like using some mana. Yeah. But like whenever you go into that flow state and find like the part of your brain where there's like nothingness. That's like your mana bar is like infinite and you're like in cheat mode. Yeah. And yeah, you just like, that's so you just cool. like tap into all the mana right there. That's, so, that's, <laughs> a, that's such an interesting way to look at it, but I completely agree. That's how like, that's sort of how I visualized it once I, when I started meditating. Yeah. Meditation is a great, a great way to like discover that flow state. Yeah. Understanding the flow state and what it means to your body as well as how it affects your sort of baseline. I would call it your baseline. Okay. Like your baseline is just like when you're not thinking, when you're not thinking about yourself, how are you acting? And it's like, you may be thinking or you may be acting based on your thoughts, but when you start meditating, you start acting based on your feelings and you start thinking about the muscles on your face and whether or not become very self-aware you think about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've noticed it at work. Like I'll be sitting in my chair and I'll be thinking about my breath and I'll be thinking about my face. Yeah. And I'll be thinking about my hands. Like, it's just like, it's like everything. I just start thinking about like the things about me that are just very mindful. Yeah, exactly. It's like, cra- it's like you don't understand what mindfulness is until you experience it. It's very cool. It's like whenever, it's so, whenever I'm out so walking, especially by myself, I started doing this freshman year when I would walk 
long distances to mm-hmm. class, you know. Mm-hmm. I would breathe in for four steps and breathe out for four steps. Yeah. And I've made it a thing where if I'm by myself, that's how mm-hmm. I breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very it relaxes me yeah. and it also conserves energy. Yeah. It does. And so I can walk faster for longer periods of time and you know, I'll be a little tired, you know, if I walk mm-hmm. a long distance, but it's it's funny Go to walk to next to someone who practices quote unquote like traditional breathing, you know, like yeah. regular breathing when they walk like versus autonomous. Yeah, just yeah, just not thinking about how you're breathing rather than breathing, focusing on your breath while you walk. Be, like I've I've noticed that I just walk incredibly faster than other people and <laughs> and I, I mean I'm sure it could be It's probably cuz you're long. It could be a, yeah, I I would say that it it definitely that comes into play. So like, have you ever, so you know, like the meme where people are like, you're now breathing manually or they're like, you're now blinking manually. Yes. That's like, every time I read that, I'm like, okay. And then like, it doesn't like affect me, but some people are like, God, fuck you. I was just wondering if like, what, what happens to you when you read stuff like that? I mean, it really depends. Sometimes I'm like, Oh yeah. I, I just become more mindful of what I'm doing. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. now I'm focusing on my blinking. I guess some people really fixate on it. Yeah. But for me, I like, yeah. I like, I'll read it and I'll be like, okay, I guess, I guess you're right. And then I'll just yeah. like, ignore. I mean, just like, like once, after that, I'm once, like, whatever. Yeah. Once I distract myself, it goes back to autonomous mode, but it is and how you also see, you always see your nose at all times. Have you ever noticed? Oh that? yeah. You can like, <laughs> But your vision kind of blocks it out because yeah, I mean, like, I can see that. Yeah, there's like a little triangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go cool. cross-eyed right now. <laughs> That's something. Okay, so like, this is my theory on third eye meditation and how it works. Basically, okay, this is my theory. It's not basically. Basically, what I think is like when you're going through your everyday life, you're looking forward. So when you look forward, you're associating the things you see like when you're looking forward and then you are to like close your eyes you're still looking forward and like you do look down a lot as well because like we have phones and stuff like it's all it's often that you look down but you never look unnatural you never look right here like in like, between your eyebrows like you never look up do you oh, ever look yeah. up like like when you look consistently, up, yeah, you turn your neck up and then you yeah, look you, straight. Yeah, you don't just like you, well, you never I look do, up. I do occasionally, like if I'm doing something, like if I'm reading a book mm-hmm. or say I'm working on a laptop, yeah, and someone is you know someone's behind the laptop, mm-hmm. or I need to reference something that's outside of that general mm-hmm. field of view that I'm focusing on. Yeah, occasionally I will just you know look up and mm-hmm. acknowledge whatever it is. Yeah. And then look back down and continue working. But it's not like that's not how I regularly look. Yeah. And it's like when you're looking straight and you close your eyes, for me at least, I'm like a visual learner. So like I see images because I'm like associating the fact that when I look straight, I see images. Okay. But when I'm doing third eye meditation, I sort of focus. I, I like it's like you focus it says, in, you open an eye up here yeah, and you, I point my eyes up to that place yes. and my eyes don't associate anything up here. So it's just like a blank slate. Yeah. So when I go up there, it's like, it puts me somewhere like pretty quick. Yeah. That I, I would agree. And you know, it's when you really get, when you get that pulsating feeling in your forehead, mm-hmm. I've, I've been able with my own meditation practices to move that 
yeah. pulsating feeling throughout my body, mm-hmm. especially like the, it gets harder as it gets farther away from yeah. that central area. But like I can you move, move it, it like chakras. down my spine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's something I still haven't tapped into yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still just like focusing on the practice because yeah. I don't think I'm like super good yet. Well, like once, once you learn how to access that, you know, that third eye quote unquote, mm-hmm you and you move it around to other parts of your body i mean like if you move it to your pineal gland mm-hmm. your entire body will like i want to say orgasm but it it's vibrate it's, and not it well it like bursts like a yeah. burst of energy and it like tingles for a few seconds yeah i've experienced that yeah i've experienced that i mean i i, I always thought that was like the end goal of meditation no that's and not, i looked into it not. and everyone's like have fun with it while you can it's not the point. And I'm yeah. like, fuck y'all. This is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. It's but cool, but I guess it's not the point of meditation. It's not the point. The point of meditation is just to not think. Be here now. <laughs> yeah. You know, be here now. Yeah. I've got my sister got me two shirts for Christmas. One of them says, Be here now. It's got a dude meditating on a hill. I love that one. Yeah. And then it's I've got shirt. another one of a guy that's sitting in a hammock in a forest and it says uh, don't worry, nothing is under control. <laughs> I love that shirt. That's it actually pretty badass, yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, mm. that's that's the way I generally try to live. But we've we've got enough topic mm-hmm. from music, so I think that this would be a good point to end the podcast. Yeah. You know, get a little meditation. The flow of uh, music, the flow of meditation, flow of meditation, flow of music, how they intertwine, and how. If anyone is wanting to do a form of meditation at home, I I I sponsor this this podcast with the third eye meditation third eye meditation which sounds a lot more mystical and like hoo-ha bullshit than it is that's just a name people tie to it because like yeah it's kind of the only way to explain it basically close your eyes and try to open your eye in between your eyebrows or like on just, your just focus in that area you yeah. don't you don't have to pretend like you're opening an eye well it's like the okay so have you ever heard the thing where it's like how does a blind how what does a blind person see yeah well try to see through your elbow and that's what a blind person sees yes like no so yeah I, yes so to I, an ex- like, yes i agree with what you're saying yeah to an extent, yeah. what you do is you look into that space, mm-hmm. and when that space surrounds your your experience, that's when you've kind of opened it, quote unquote. Okay. When you see into that that void, mm-hmm. and you are no longer in your body, but now you are in that void. Yeah. Describing that the way is very it's very um it's very eluding. I guess is the right mm-hmm. word. It's it's an illusion, you know, the, the way I'm describing it. Mm-hmm. You don't physically leave your body, but yeah. the, what you're seeing, that emptiness, that blackness mm-hmm. in your field of view is no longer in front of you like a TV screen. It mm-hmm. is your experience. That is what you are experiencing. Yeah. That and is when you what your surroundings your focus, are. When you draw your focus into that, it, yeah. it puts you in the flow state. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Go, mm-hmm. Don't Google it, please. The Google answers are pretty shit. If you want to get into meditation, read a book, go to the library, ask a yogic master, you know, I would watch a YouTube video maybe on uh, how to, you're, pra- you're, you're, you're telling people that I am 
I'm trying to get into meditation to read a book or talk to a yoga master. I think it's I mean, going to be easier for someone to Google it or it go is, on It YouTube. is easier, but there's a lot of misinformation online about meditation. And that's fair. And I think, I think that... I think that for someone who's genuinely intrigued, you shouldn't try to gatekeep in any mm. way. You should try to leave yeah, the that's, options that's open. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I, think, I think it's kind of pointless to dissuade someone from using YouTube yeah. and Google because those are sort of the, the normal media I mean, pl- platforms of ultimately, our society. So. Ultimately, meditation is what works for you. Mm-hmm. So I've made my own meditation. It's different from Nick's. Nick's made his own meditation. It's different mm-hmm. from mine. Exactly. And we've based it off of those types of guides. Yeah, you got to find what works for you. Yeah. Same so, as same as morals. You know, those those YouTube videos are good references. Google mm-hmm. are, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. that you can find very easily. They're good references, but don't base your entire experience on what they say. But it's a yeah. really good starting point. Yeah, just but just form, follow their advice and make it your own. Yeah, form form that opinion on your own. But mm-hmm. anyways, this this has been the Burnt Toast Podcast with mm-hmm. Nick. Um, I'm Griffin, otherwise known as Stu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate you guys listening in, tuning in today, this beautiful Friday. Yes. Um, have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. I love um, you all. Listen to some good music. Yes. Listen, and listen focus, to the stuff that we've recommended. It's all good. Focus hard. Meditate. Love y'all. So wake me up from this crazy dream I want to believe. Whoa, I, I, I was wrong to believe that you were right there.